which resources do you need in order to learn? So I think that this really spoke to me because we, we don't have lots of resources developed specifically connected to what we're doing in APS. Mm. So I go out there and I go on the hunt to find out information, but there's not a lot of models, particularly specific models mm. that we can use currently that we have found that we can base what we're doing, um, what we're creating here in APS. So this is sort of a challenge and I guess that I'm giving myself and that the district faces in trying to develop this, but then also like it's super exciting because we're sort of bulldozing this path that sure. maybe uh, we're developing the resources that others are going to pull from. Yep. So I. So what kind of resources do you generally look for? I think that originally when I started this, it was like, well, what is digital badging inside of school? And there, was, there wasn't much out there. Yep. And so the, um, the research that the team had done before, they had found some models in other school districts and it had really worked for them, but it wasn't explicitly measuring 21st century skill development. Mm -hmm. So it was, you came to the summer program, so we're gonna badge you for that. Or you received this grade on your ACT, so we're gonna badge you. Or we're in a private school with 300 people and we're badging so many different things, but there's 300 people and we're paying people, we're paying teachers extra to implement this. Yep. Um, so I guess then it's how do we pull information that's useful from that to come here to APS to create a prototype that we can try with our users. And I mean, I'm always still kind of on the hunt, you know, what- For great resources. And for great resources. I mean, Noah is a, is a great resource because he's kind of the connection to everything that's happening outside of the district. He just has a pulse on, um, oh, I met this person and they're doing this and they're doing this. And so I'm able to sort of take that information from him and apply it to some of the the work that we're doing, or him talking to Josh and saying, I just um, spoke to this great endorser that could potentially be a connection or a partnership with us. So that resource almost sounds like a like a person, right? Like the, the resources you need is this connector who is able to connect you with other things. Do you feel like that's a role that we need to see more within our schools of the, that connector? Yeah, I mean, some of our schools definitely are a little disjointed or maybe separate like they don't quite know what are all these employees that the district hires like what's their role and i can't tell you how many schools i go in and they've never heard of badging they have no idea this is teachers sure sure no idea what the strategic plan is like that is like a word i say it and they're going what and so there's not a connection to that or the fact that they have a learning community mm -hmm. i was in a teacher's room a couple days ago i think on wednesday or something um, like one of their first days when they were back. Yep. And she had no idea which learning community that she was in or that she had a learning community. Sure. So the idea that a district is set up in learning communities and you have support staff that are going to you know, support your needs, that, she was like, what? You're the first person I've ever seen in my room to help me with something. So when I think about that idea of um, that we have resources that we don't know about, right? Yeah. Like you are actively seeking out resources. Um, but I also wonder about what are the resources that were just we just don't know yeah. because we haven't had that experience of someone coming into my classroom or mm -hmm. things like that. How do you feel like we should better support teachers and leaders in finding the resources that already they have access to, but they don't know exist? I wonder if, so I know that schools right now are, are going through and dependent upon, I think it's stage one, two, three, like 
Is that how it's labeled? Depending on what we're talking about, but stage one, two, and three of plans and things yeah, like that. So yeah, so I wonder if um, those schools who we know, okay, they're within the stage, and their goals within their own planning are that they're going to access these things. So we're going to pull in more MTSS support with our RTI interventions or something like that. Or we need some assistance within credentials. That, to me, is, is one opening that's very, like, top-down approach sure. to opening. But that is sort of the way. That is the school saying, okay, these are things I'm going to work on. So then we can sort of come in, you know, and say, we're able to assist you, like, within that process. So that definitely seems like Pardon. one way to, like, get yourself in there. But I, I think, too, it's just, like, word of mouth and sort of, and I know that sounds silly, but the teachers that, like, I just worked with a group at Arkansas, had about five teachers there, and the reason that this whole team was there is because I had an interaction with another teacher, and she said, I have to bring my whole team in and meet you. They're going to love you. Mm -hmm. But how do we become more intentional about that? I, I don't know that answer yet. I mean, that, but that almost sounds like uh, it's supporting teachers and sort of raising their hands or, or leaders and saying, yes, I do need support for this because I'm trying to solve this problem. Yeah. And so I, going back to your example here of um, where you are researching or searching to find an answer, right? We all do that. Yeah. It's how do we, when we don't find that answer, then raise that up to others and look for the connection points. Do you feel like there is a better way that we could be um, supporting teachers and leaders in sort of saying, I need support. I, I would like to solve for this problem, but I don't know how, or like, I just need more people on my team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's okay that if you don't yeah. have an answer to that, okay. because I think that there is this aspect of, of, of resources and how do we best apply our resources, yeah. right? And to, to need specifically. I wonder if, um, sometimes for me, so I went on adventures at the beginning of last year. Yep. Um, and it wasn't until I went on some of those adventures that I understood a little bit more about the digital badge program, which mm. seems silly because there's, they're not badging, right. but they're creating something. It's being birthed from innovativeness, basically. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sure, sure. So I really love the idea that um, almost just through exposure to other ideas, you can connect and understand more about your own situation and that you can sort of, you are better situated and able to um, ask for the supports that you need because you see that as an option mm -hmm. elsewhere. Um, Can I tack on something yeah, to that? Yeah, please. Um, something that I find interesting, and I brought this up in a listening session um, last semester with John, I believe. So uh, the team of equity and learning, and maybe not everyone, but a big chunk of us went on all of these adventures, um, have this great experience, and then we come back here, and because there is a, an even larger percentage of people that have not, you don't really see that, that culture change wasn't necessarily apparent last year. And I know that it takes a while to yeah, change yeah, the culture sure. of something, but to throw an example in there, um, we're writing on Windows because 
let's get out of the office and collaborate somewhere else that's going to make us not feel like we're sitting in an office. Sure. And then emails are being sent out and we are getting yelled at because we're writing on Windows. <laughs> so, like, how do we change the culture if the custodians or those who are in charge of maintenance, if they don't know about this culture change, mm. then it's, it's sort of hindering us. And so then a lot of people might read that and say, I'm not going to do that anymore because I don't want to get in trouble. Mm. I, mean, I don't want them to see me writing. And I was hearing conversations, I would say frequently, of people saying, why are people writing on the walls? Like, that's making a mess. And so how do you make sure that that, that trickles down? Because we're obviously not going to take everyone on adventures. You know, that doesn't maybe make sense. But if I'm the only one getting the message, or if I come back here and we're still in cubes and isolated spaces, sure. or I'm in, even in an office in an isolated space, um, how, we have to model those things, and not just through our own practice and thinking and speaking with others. So it's got to be something tangible, a space, whatever that is. Right, and I, I also think that what you're talking about is uh, how do we share the learning that we have, right? Like, yes. especially, so let's say that you have found these resources, you mm -hmm. created something, but how are you then sharing that so that other people can learn those same things or can yeah. can extend that and and um, build upon it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that communication side of things too, and the way in which we're sharing our own learning. How do you share your learning? So we're fortunate enough that we have a really well-developed batch leadership team, and it's going to be changing slightly this year, but we were able every week to come together and share findings with each other. Mm. And so that was a really safe space to talk about, I was doing this, and I tried this. Um, and that's the one space where I think I'm, I'm able to share out what I'm doing, what I've learned, what I found, even through like a bright spot. This is what happened in this school because yeah. of this practice potentially. Or here's a video that highlights some amazing feedback I got from students. So that became a great place to share. Um, getting There was no really formal way outside of our team that I've been sharing information. Though. Like that was set up as a space to share and get feedback, this team you know, to drive the work of the program. But there's not many other spaces, I would say, where something like that functions in that same way. Um, so it could be, hey, I'm, I would love for you to come and join me on this, or have you heard about, but just informal, you know? And so by setting up the structure for sharing, then the learning increases and the culture changes. Yeah, I would agree. Nice. All right, well, let me shift us to thinking about your questions. Um, what are the big questions that you're constantly wrestling with, or maybe just one? My, connect, my question is really connected, and this is centered to my own position. Is that fair to Of ask? course. I don't want it to make it seem yeah, like no, no. my program is the center of the universe. Um, I guess the thought is, since we are, you know, we're putting this big emphasis on credentials, um, what are we going to do to enable that this program, you know, is consistent and can continue to grow within schools and that all, all teachers can potentially be supported with this work? Mm -hmm. um, and I mentioned earlier about the, the hope is to bring in the rest of the post-secondary workforce readiness coordinators and that this role will become theirs. But it seems like as this has become a huge focus of the district that it's almost its own bucket, even though the work is together. Um, can we really expect someone whose job it is to ensure that a plan is carried out in all those schools, which is goal one, 
and they also going to be in charge of, and I want to make sure that everybody in your school has credentials. Like if we're putting this huge emphasis on the strategic plan, um, is it fair to ask one team or one person to, to make that work happen? Um, Can we just say no and be done with it? Yeah, okay. see ya. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, I think that question is really valuable in thinking about the way in which we actually share the resources in order to yes. to most effectively implement mm -hmm. badging, credentials, yeah. plans. And you know, you talked to Nick, for example, Steinmetz. Um, he was my ed tech coach before I came into this position. Yeah. And even if I was implementing something that he gave me, I needed I needed his support continuously throughout the year. Yeah. Because if I didn't meet with him, then I kind of took what he had taught me. And I was like, I'm done. I have the information that you've taught me. However, if he came into my classroom every month, I was always implementing something new. Mm -hmm. And so I think that maybe in the beginning, we were thinking of once a teacher knows how to badge, he or she is going to continue and they don't need a badge partner. Hmm. Um, so that's how you mitigate the risk. Once somebody's been trained, they get it. That's not what we're seeing right now is that teachers really need that support. They, It's not... Um, a concrete enough idea or something that is ingrained into their minds yet where they can say you've taught me I'm good to go you don't need to come here anymore I'm gonna badge everything that, that's happening in my room so will we go there we totally could I don't want to say that we we can't that's just not what I've seen currently and practice with teachers if I'm not working with, alongside them they're not badging their students hmm. so um, well and I think the idea of, of support and structures of support is an open question, right? Like, yeah. is, you know, what are the right structures of support mm -hmm. to ensure that um, that kids have the skills that they need and that those skills are badged? And like, mm -hmm. um, I, I think the ways in which we sort of go about answering that is through doing work directly with teachers is yes. really in, in sort of building out you were talking about prototypes earlier, but building out prototypes and working them with schools and, and with leaders. So I'm really excited and sort of interested in this area of um, of sort of the open question of how should we best support teachers and leaders mm -hmm. in X, right? Yeah. <laughs> in badging, mm -hmm. in uh, in supporting the strategic plan, like all of these different things, yeah. when we're solving for X, it is about the structure of support that best does that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, this has been long enough, we're, we're okay to, to wrap here, but yeah. I really appreciate um, your your thinking and your, your leadership in that regard in sort of helping to define those supports. I think that that's really great, thank you. You're welcome.